It's the final rewatch. The final rewatch. Friends, and welcome back to the final rewash. Where today I'm talking about chapter four the body. What a satisfying, exciting, fun episode! There were some down moments, but knowing what we know. We know those 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 sad moments, those down moments, weren't. Um, we're going to be okay. Other than that, this episode actually has a lot of just fun, satisfying moments that I, that I'll get into um, as I kind of go through my thoughts. Uh, but yes, it's it's day four of May. May the fourth be with you. You know, for Star Wars fans out there. Uh, and it, I'm watching Chapter 4 of Stranger Things. And, you know, um, you think I'm, I'm doing this perfectly to line up for, for Season 4. Stranger Things 4. But um, somebody noticed something today on Twitter. Uh, a lad by the name of Nelson. Lad Nelson on Twitter. You can find... Uh, Lad at air underscore Jordan for the number four life. And, uh, well, I mean, Lad's account says, I love Stranger Things. And guess what, Lad? So do I. Uh, but Lad said, uh, and very correctly, hey, uh, is, is my, my math bad or uh, did you start a day early? And, um, no, Lad, Lad. Lad, not bad. Lad, bad. No, wait. I'm trying to, I was trying to come up with a clever pun. Um, lad, your math ain't bad. In fact, you are correct. And I, and I re- responded to him on, on Twitter. But if anyone else is thinking, wait a second, there's only 25 uh, Stranger Things episodes, but there's 26 days uh, until we get to um, Stranger Things 4. And um, that is correct, because I uh, I built in a buffer day, and I'm calling it the Duffer Buffer. Really, what it means is maybe there's a day in there that I just can't get to um, the episode. But then another time, I'll throw in uh, two episodes, or 
three episodes or I don't know. I was talking about how I do two episodes at once, how I'd maybe talk about two episodes in one of these podcast episodes. So far, none of that has come through, come true. So far, it's been one episode talk, one day. We'll see. We'll see how long that goes for. But uh, for four days in a row, I've nailed it, right, so far? Uh, and of course, it's very different from the usual show where I am kind of really going through. I'm taking meticulous notes. I watch the episode, then I watch it again, and it takes me forever to watch it that time because I'm going through tappity tappity typity tappity taking notes and um, and, and taking sound clips. Um, but this is just watching it, writing a couple notes. I said I didn't want to write notes, but I can't help myself. I don't trust my memory. Um, and and just hit and record without any huge plan and talking about um, an episode. And as I said, you know, and I may not even go in order. You've found that out already. Sometimes I'll follow a character through what they're doing, then I jump around a lot. But what I have noticed in this episode or what happened in this episode was um, people are starting to realize. That's, I guess that's my best way of putting it. You know, I, I often say one of my favorite things is when groups are groups of people that are separated start to connect. And we're not truly there yet, though there was a small bit of that when uh, Nancy and Jonathan finally have become something. You know, all of a sudden they're a team where people may not have seen that coming. They've teamed up here for a little something. Um, but other than that, what we have, uh, as I said before, what this episode does give us is realization. All of a sudden, people are realizing, wait a second. Something's going on here. Wait a second. Will seems to still possibly be alive. Wait a second. Joyce, who is rambling um, and sounds like she is, you know, um, kind of losing it, has in fact, uh, is frantic, but is not lying and is not imagining things and is not hallucinating. There are, this episode is titled The Body. And I didn't think about this at all until tonight. And I'm thinking, wait a second. Could the body have two meanings. We know that the big thing that happens in this episode is that, um, you know, at the end of the last episode, Will's body was discovered and there's an autopsy and a lot of mystery going around this body. But there's also another body that is talked about in this episode. That's the body of uh, the monster man the Demogorgon that we see in Jonathan's photo that, that Nancy sees later on in the episode. And I'm not saying, I mean, clearly the body is, we're talking about will, right? Or I'm sorry, um, fake will. But I just thought, you know, maybe they also mean this Demogorgon monster that um, hangs out in the Harrington's backyard. Imagine if, like, this entire time, Steve's father gets home and said, Oh, you found my Demogorgon back there. And you realize Steve's parents are in on this whole thing and the Demogorgon. Or Steve's dad gets home 
and it's Dr. Brenner. His name is Dr. Brenner Harrington. They just call him Dr. Brenner. Oh, my God. I'm making this all up in my head. Had no plan. Just just thought of that right now. Like, if, you know, that's why he, the monster's hanging out in the backyard because um, it's the Harrington's pet. He, and Steve's like, oh, I see you've met Scruffy, my pet monster. I don't know. I, I'm rambling. Usually I do that at the end of the episode. Um, so this episode kicks off at the buyer's house. It's pretty much picking up where we left off, where the cops were coming. Jonathan was probably going to turn around and bring um, Joyce home or with the police. Um, and at this point, Jonathan's distraught. Hopper just assumes that, that you know everything's on the up and up and there's just a boy who fell and died. That he was explaining to to Joyce that you know they think he crashed his bike. He was disoriented. He was walking, and he, he the earth felt the earth like gave way bef- below him, and he fell into the quarry. And it must be so hard for Joyce because she knows something's going on and is one hundred percent telling the truth. But it just she looks like she's you know having a mental health breakdown uh, and is spiraling. And it's sad. Hopper's like, listen, with Sarah, I thought I saw her too. I thought I heard her. She's like, no, Hop, this is different. Okay, that's grief. This is different. He's like, all right, sure. He just, he can't. He goes, listen, you're going to have to bring yourself to go down and see the body tomorrow at the morgue. But right now, try to get some sleep. Okay? He goes to leave. And I love, love that he just doesn't leave. He's just like, I'm not leaving. He sits back in the car and um, goes to sleep. While Joyce is like, screw this. She heads out to the, de- to the uh, shed and goes and gets an axe. I love it. So they cut over to the buyer's house in the basement, and Mike is going through some of Will's drawings, just kind of feeling pretty sad. And Eleven's still using her powers, just kind of going through the walkie-talkie Um you know, fiddling around with it. And he's like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? Friends don't do this. You you led me to believe this. And you told me you could do this. And, um, you know, why did you do that? Friends don't do that. But then all of a sudden she pulls up, uh, should I stay or should I go? And Mike is like, what the hell? So at this point, Mike is convinced. Joyce is convinced. And Eleven knows that Will is out there, that Will is alive. And I love that Mike gets on the talkie, the walkie-talkie and calls Lucas. And Lucas is like, uh, he's like, I know you're there. Lucas, 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 Lucas. He's like, what? What is this about? He's like, this is about, it's about Will. He goes, what, about his funeral? He goes, screw his funeral. I love that. I love it. So Hopper's, um, while this is going on, Hopper is over at the morgue with um, Joyce and Jonathan. They're there to see the body. Hopper is like, uh, oh, where's uh, where's Gary? And, and the woman's like, oh, they sent Gary home. They sent Gary home. They're going to be something to do with jurisdiction. The state is doing it. And he's like, huh? Like, who did the autopsy? Like, someone from state. You could see that right at that point, Hopper's like, what? Why would someone from state do that? And... They show the body to Jonathan and Joyce, and that is like the the sad moment because just the thought of what 
what appears to be is got to be is very gut wrenching. And Jonathan almost gets sick. But Joyce barges out of there. She's like, I don't know what that thing is, but that thing is not my son. And again, these all sound like someone who's going through grief and not processing things. That's what it sounds like. And guess what? That's what they hope she sounds like. They that's what they're banking on her sounding like. That's you know the 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 bad guys, the 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 the, the, the Hawkins Lab folk. Um, but it ain't true. Nope, nope, nope. When she barges out of there, I noticed um, the the morgue fella, the guy. I don't know if it's the guy who did the autopsy, but he's the the person working at the morgue. That's Sean Levy, who directed this episode and is one of the producers and directs so many episodes. I was like, hey, I recognize that guy. Um, so at while that goes on, they show um, Nancy and Steve at school in the morning. And Steve is like, wait, hey, what did you, you know, what's going on? Um, he's more worried about getting in trouble than he is that Barb's missing. He's like, oh, my God, now the cops are going to, oh, he's like, why are we going to my house? You're looking around. He's like, why didn't you tell me? She goes, I was scared. He's like, oh, my God, the cops are going to be asking now. They're going to know about my party. He's like, okay, there were five of you. It's not that big of a deal, but he doesn't want anyone to find out about the drinking. He's like, can you just, like, you know, not talk about the drinking and hide the drinking? And it's like, dude. You know, maybe now's not the time to worry. He's like, my dad's an asshole. You know, he's going to get me. He's a hard ass. He's, I'm going to be in trouble. And Nancy's like, seriously? She just walks off. He's like, Nancy, what? What? I forgot to mention the, um, there was a nice exchange between Hopper and uh, Jonathan while they were waiting for um, Joyce in the morgue. He's like, you know, my mom's tough. He's like, yeah, yeah, she is. She is tough. He's like, we're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. Then, of course, she, you know, runs out, says that thing is not my son. She's right. That's the maddening part. She's right. We didn't even know that then. Let's be honest. When it all started, I thought, okay, that's the body or his, it was, you know, somehow his body was cloned or he, his mind, his soul went into another dimension. We had no idea that it was going to be what it was. Let's be honest. Come on. You did not expect that to be what it was. That's crazy. Outside the um, the morgue, it was kind of sad, actually, um, the moment where Jonathan and Joyce had that fight on the side of the road. It was just tough because Jonathan's approaching the whole thing like this is just a tragic accident. And he's like, okay, there's lights and there's something coming to the wall and something without a face and all these things. And um, because Joyce said she didn't really, it didn't really have a face when she was, she was telling Hopper uh, that there was some thing, you know, he was, she was explaining to him there's some thing that was trying to come through the wall and didn't really have a face. And it didn't. Uh, but Jonathan's like, you know, it sounds crazy. She's like, I know it sounds crazy. I know, but I'm not making it up. And he's like, no, there's a funeral happening, and I'm not going to leave him in that freezer. She's like, a funeral for that thing? I'm not going to that. He goes, well, I'm going to the funeral, and so is everyone else. And he's like, show's over. You know, and everyone looking at them is thinking these, you know, these terribly sad things. I mean, looking at this family, you just feel bad for them. So Dustin and Lucas um, are all 
at Mike's now. I guess it's still early before school, and they're they're trying to get the walkie-talkie to pull up Will again. You could hear like, hmm, hmm. Lucas just assumes it's a, um, a baby monitor, and Mike's like, no, I heard him. And Luke, Dustin's like, well, remember when he fell, and, he, and I think he fell and hurt himself or something? He kind of sounded like that. Um, so... Luke, Lucas isn't buying it. Dustin's in the middle. And, um, you know, uh, Mike is t- completely sold already because he heard it. He's like, we need something stronger. And that's when Dustin's like, oh, Mr. Clark's radio at school. We can't bring her to school like that. Not like that. It's funny then. It's actually kind of adorable seeing the, the boys trying to be like, well, we have to. What, what does a... What does a girl look like? We must make her look like what we assumed all the girls look like in 1980, you know, four, whatever year it is, um, three. You know, their their idea of like, well, this is how a girl must look. You know, they they find a dress and they Mike tries to put makeup on and they put a wig on her. And they're like, ooh, you look pretty. She's like, pretty? Good, good, good. You look pretty good. And then she looks at herself in the mirror. She's like, pretty good. Like, even she's thinking to herself, oh, you know, I'm, I can... I can look like those other girls and those girls I've seen in, in you know, on the wall in, in uh, Nancy's room or on the television. Uh, that was kind of a cute moment. And seeing Eleven in, you know, the blonde wig is one of those kind of iconic visuals from this first season. We get, oh, then we jump over to the lab and we see... Um, I want to call him Bad Luck Shepherd. This guy Shepherd, who I guess drew the short straw and has to be is is going in. He they tethered him to a a cable, and um, they're like, "All right, Shepherd, uh, good luck." He's like, "Um, okay." He goes through the gate, and it looks like the gate is almost pulsating, like it's almost breathing. It's 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 also very gross. Um, so that he heads into, we don't know where he's heading into, but he goes off. Then we see Nancy getting interviewed. Oh, she gets called out of class and is being interviewed by the deputies with her mom there. And they're questioning things. And the mom's listening to how they're talking about, oh, I had to go upstairs and change my clothes. And I was with Steve and Barb said she wanted to leave. Um, but then she didn't leave. Oh, no, she, she stayed around, but I told her to go home. And then her car is still there. And they're like, there's no car. She's like, I'm sorry, what? Like, they blew by quick. But well, somebody took Barb's car. And we know that Nancy found it still there on the side of the road. Um, when they get home, uh, Nancy's mom is like, you lied to me. She's like, no. So what? What do you, what do you think? Steve and I slept together? Who cares if we did? The Barb is missing and no one is listening to me. No one cares no one you know i something terrible has happened and no one believes me she goes up to her room she starts crying and um she just like pulls the the paper the the photos out of her uh bag because she one of them has barb on the swimming pool and she's like wait a second she looks at one of those and thinks what she tapes all the pieces together and then she realizes behind barb over in the corner, there's some sort of a shape she can't quite make out. And could it be the same thing that she saw behind the Harrington house earlier, the, the day before? So she's like, what is going on? So her first th- thought is, 
to go to the buyer's house and run into Joyce. We don't see that, but we do see later on she goes and sees Jonathan. She's like, your mother said you'd be here. Um, which, where was Jonathan? Um, he was he was at he was looking for coffins, and um, she's like, oh, your mother was said you'd be here. And I thought that was interesting because it shows that Jonathan is still going forward with business as usual while while Joyce is like, I'm not even looking for caskets because none of this is happening. This is ridiculous. There's no, that's not my son. He's not dead. I'm not going casket shopping, which again sounds like a grieving mother in denial, but in truth is a um, heroic mother with a monster in her walls. I know I'm jumping around, but I'll stay with them. Um, so she finds Jonathan, kind of shows him the photo. And he's like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I guess it could be somebody. It could be something out there. Uh, like I said, you know, it was just like she was there one moment and one moment she wasn't. Um, and she's like, you know, I th- uh, what did she say? She's like, I thought I saw something out there. Hey, it's crazy. Never mind. It was like, and he's like, no, wait, what? Um, she's like something without a, without a face, just like his mother said. And she's like, yeah, how do you know? Bing, bang, boom. Now Jonathan is sold. At least that something is happening. Something is happening because, because, because Nancy is saying exactly what his mom said. So I was like, oh my goodness, my mom might not be making this up. And she goes to, um, they go to the uh, dark room together, and um, they do enlargement of the uh, of the photo, enlarging. And they talk a little bit about photography, and he apologizes. He's like, you know, um, I shouldn't have done that. That was wrong. Sometimes I like observing than than I do interacting with people and talking to people. And then when they zoom in, they're like, oh my god, look at that thing. You keep even looking at it, you can't quite make out what it is. But it's like, oh, my God, there's something out there. And my mom isn't lying. And maybe Will is alive. It's like, oh, that. So they're starting to realize something is up here. Going back a little bit, um, Hopper had. So when Hopper was at the morgue, the woman said, oh, you know, they sent Gary home uh, because this in a bunch of stadies came in. So then he had a Hopper down at the station. I mean, he had Gary down at the station to talk to him. And Gary said, oh, yeah, he got kicked out because of jurisdiction. I've never seen so many stadies um, coming, you know, for one body. You know, I mean, it's, it was crazy. It was, he's like, well, what do you mean crazy? He's like, well, I mean, it was the buyer's boy. It wasn't John F. Kennedy. Like, why are all these, even he's like, I don't understand what all this, this, this hullabaloo is for, you know, a, a local kid. Um. And it was mentioned on the television. It said State Trooper David O'Bannon. Um, I feel like it was mentioned earlier, too. They said, oh, O'Bannon, he was, he was brought in with O'Bannon at the morgue. Then we hear O'Bannon's name again on the television. So uh, Hopper is like, hmm, something's going on here. So he takes it upon himself to go to a bar and um, obviously follow this O'Bannon guy 
to a bar and just kind of hang out for a little while, have a drink, have a smoke. And he's um, just like starting small talk. And uh, he's like, oh, I'm celebrating my kid won the big spelling bee. He's like, what's your kid's name? He's like, I'm sorry? What's your kid's name? He's like, oh, uh, Sarah. He's like, oh, to Sarah. And actually, Hop bought him a drink. But I think it almost threw him off a bit when he asked him his daughter's name. Uh, he's like, oh, and what's your, what's your name? He goes, no, you look familiar. You famous or something? He's like, you might have saw me on TV. I found the, uh, the buyer's kid. He's like, oh, oh, was that Quarry? He's like, yeah. He goes, yeah, what, what was, like, you're, what were you doing over there? He's like, oh, just trooper stuff. He goes, oh, is that sta- a state-run place? He's like, yeah. He goes, oh, because I know for a fact it's owned by so-and-so, and it's not a state-run place, so why are you lying to me? He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, what, what are you, what, what's going on? He goes, the kid, he says, the kid is dead. End of story. And then he goes off. The next shot, more satisfying moments. Hopper just Beats the crap out of this guy. He's like, oh, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Who? Who?" Um, he's like, "They told me. They told me to be out there, and they told me don't let anyone get too close to the body." He's like, "Who? Who told you?" And he's like, "You're gonna get us killed." And then they look, and the behind them, there's a car that was watching them, watching them both. And the guy's like, "You're gonna get us killed." And Harper's like, "Who are you?" He pulls out his gun, and the car shoots off, um, drives off, and. Uh, Hopper's like, there is something going on. Why doesn't why don't they want anybody getting close to this body? The kids, meanwhile, uh, ended up going with Eleven to the um to the assembly. And it was very funny because they came in together, Mr. Cl- they they just came in to go to the radio. And they're like, listen, don't forget, you gotta look sad if anyone comes by. And Mr. Clark comes. He's like, kids, what are you doing? He's like, oh, um, he's like, you need to get to the assembly. He's like, oh, we're just really sad. Like, yeah, 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 we're sad. He's like, who's this? Oh, this is my cousin. Uh, what's your name? Eleven? No, uh, El- Eleanor. Eleanor. Okay. Where are you from? She goes, bad place. And it was, um, that was very funny. And am I correct? Is is Eleven in the blonde wig almost like a homage to E.T. and E.T. being put in the wig. Wasn't he put in the wig for some kind of costume? Or he, didn't he put on a wig at something? I forget. Um, E.T. is one of the greatest movies of all time. I'll just say that. If you haven't seen it, I mean, my goodness. You'll watch and you'll go, oh, you'll find little things that you that it, like will remind you of Stranger Things. No doubt. Um, okay, so... Um, they like you need to go into the assembly and they open the door and the principal's talking and everything stops and Dustin's like abort like nope go in there go in there uh it was very funny they kept they kind of head into the assembly and um they're sitting there and it's funny because they're seeing some kids be upset and they're like look at these people they probably didn't even know who will was up until yesterday and you look and you see the uh the two bullies and they're laughing and they're giggling. And, um, afterward, Oh, and, and L knew she's like mouth breathers. And afterwards, Mike got some courage. He's like, you think it's funny? You think it's funny? And they say, Oh, he's fine. He's off in fairyland with the other fairies. And he makes all these homophobic comics comments. And you can see Dustin's like getting upset. 
and they walk off and Mike pushes Troy right over. It's like, yes. And Troy goes to, you know, I don't know, fight him or something. And then he freezes, looks down and he's peeing himself through the, through the power of Eleven's magical powers. Troy the bully is peeing himself again. Such a satisfying, satisfying moment. Um, I love it. And now the kids are free to go into the radio room because Mr. Clark said, why don't we go to the thing, the uh, assembly, you know, to honor Will, and then you guys can hang out in the in the um, radio room. But before that, we see Shepard. Um, he goes in. Oh, no, he already went in. And they're like, where is he? Is he in there? Shepard, do you hear me? Like, call him again. He's like, I'm here. It's Shepard. It's, it's all here, but it's eroded. We don't quite understand what he's saying. It's all here. What does he mean? And now we know. It's like a mirror of, it's like our world, but it's all eroded. It's, I think he said it's covered in blood. He's like, there's something else down here. Something else down here. And he's like, ah, you hear monster stuff. Reel him in, reel him in. By the time we reel him in, he gone, he dead. Uh, we just get a bloody end of the reel. And um, Shepard is now probably eaten by a demodog or a demogorgon or some sort of creature. So now we get some craziness going on. Joyce is back at the house cranking the, cr- the clash, being like, talk to me, Will, talk to me. At the same time, the kids all head into the um, into the ham radio. I think it's a ham radio, ham radio studio lab. And they're like, all right, you can do this, right? You can do this. Now, Eleven has a little flashback back to the lab, and we get the line. Eleven, are you listening? And like, there it is. That's the line from the teaser. I feel like I won a prize when I heard that. I was like, oh, my God, that's the line. Remember the teaser trail? Eleven, are you listening? And I'm sure all you people are like, yeah, no kidding. We've watched this episode a thousand times. But I was like, oh, yes, there it is. Yes. And so in the flashback, Brenner wants her to find a man. And he's like, she's like, heard him? He's like, no, no, just just listen for him um, and tell me what he's saying. This guy's just down the hall in another area repeating words, uh, saying them out loud. Um, and he, he wants her to find this person and listen in. And it's like, she wants him to be a mental spy. You know, like, isn't like they, Dustin said like professor X, like professor X who can find anybody, right? Using Cerebro. Isn't that what it is? Um, but but this is just a test and she starts trying to listen and then the power goes up, but she's still listening. And while that um goes on back in the actual um in the in the now in the in the radio lab you start hearing this banging 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 and then Joyce can hear the banging uh, too at her house the banging the banging and then in the walls you hear um mom and it's like whoa now Dustin heard it Lucas heard it Joyce already knows and Joyce and Will are so close. There's like, it's like this, looks like this organic wall between them, be- between the dimensions. He's like, Mom, Mom, I'm, she's like, you need to go. It's coming, it's coming. You need to 
you need to run. And she says, run. And they can't hear Joyce, but they can hear Will saying, mom, mom, mom. And then, boom, the radio shorts out and a fire and goes on fire at the school. And Dustin and them, Dustin grabs a fire extinguisher and puts it out. And now all those kids are convinced there is, Will is alive. And, um, oh, that's right. I was like, is it done? But wait, L like the fire alarm goes off. L looks like she's going to, uh, faint. She looks exhausted. Her nose is bleeding. She's like, oh, like we got to get her out of here. They throw her in a, um, like a basket or, or some kind of, I forget what they throw her in something with wheels. Uh, maybe it was like where they, where you can put all the AV equipment in and just wheel her out of there. Um, and meanwhile, Joyce smashes through the wall, smashing, smashing, well, 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 but nothing's there ex- except a hole to the outside. Everything that she saw before, it closed up and then she smashed through the wall and it was all gone. Just, I mean, there was nothing there. It's just the other side of the wall. Uh, now, another satisfying moment and an insane moment. Hopper goes back to the morgue. He's like, I forgot my hat. And he sees this guy guarding it and um, a statey, a little guy. He's reading Stephen King's Cujo. Uh, and you can see Stephen King is a huge influence on the Duffers. And he's like, oh, great book. A hell of a dog. He says something about the dog, Cujo. So that's how you know it's Cujo. And he's like, oh, um, I was talking to O'Bannon. He's like, what are you, what are you doing back here? I, I don't work with O'Bannon. He's like, oh, um, okay. Uh, and then, boom, he punches this guy out, knocks him out, two punches down. And I felt like in an episode of Satisfying Moments, that was one of the most satisfying moments. The look on his face like, well, okay, this is my only option. Boom, knocks him out. Amazing. So he heads into the cooler, opens a couple doors. Then he finds the buyers. Well, he finds the body. I'm not going to say the buyers kid because we all know. Pulls back the, uh, the sheet and sees what he thinks is Will. And he's like, what is, you know. I can't believe this. There he is right there. Why don't they want me to get near his body? And he touches him and he's like, that's weird. What's, what's going on here? Takes out his knife and he's like, okay. All right. Um, oh my God. I, okay, I'm going to do this. Cuts it open. The frigging kid is stuffed. He's like a giant Will Byers sized teddy bear. The boy is stuffed. That's not Will. Joyce ain't crazy. We knew that. Joyce knew that. Now Hopper is in. Hopper is fully committed now that something is going. Now, sure, he doesn't know about monsters or the upside down, but he knows now that, A, this is not Will Byers, because, I'm sorry, that's not how you, um, that's not how you uh, prepare a boy for a funeral or a body. You don't stuff it with, with stuffing. Um and B, uh, he sees that it was being covered up and someone's watching. Like, our f- we're not together. Our group is are not together. But they're starting to realize there's something much bigger going on here. And our friend Will needs our help. Um, so at the very end, we see Lonnie show up. Um, Joyce is out front, the hole in the wall. And Lonnie shows up like, what the hell is going on? Joyce is like, oh, and, and, and gives him a big hug. 
And then we see Hopper pull back up at the lab because he's like, what the hell's going on here? Takes out some bolt cutters, goes to break into the fence, and boom, that's the end of episode four, chapter four, The Body. I feel like I'm... It's funny, I said I was going to do like 10, 15-minute episodes, and now we're closing in on 35 minutes. I don't know if I... Am I going to have all of them be this long? No. There's no way I could have them all be this long. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's definitely a way I could do it. Um, But if they aren't this long, please, please forgive me. Or if these are too long, I apologize. I'm just so excited. I'm so excited that I'm reliving this. I'm so excited that um, it's coming back and it just feels more real than ever. And um, as I said, I, I don't know if I'll be doing this, these every single day. I'll get them all done. But I don't know if I'll be doing uh, an episode every single day. I've been doing it every day so far. And I'm pretty positive there'll be another one tomorrow. But... Until then, um, thank you guys. Thank you guys for sticking with me. Thank you guys for listening to the show. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at at Geek Mentality. You can find the show on Twitter at Stranger D Pod and the show on Instagram at Stranger Danger Pod, which I've done nothing with, but it is there. So if you're on Instagram, you want to throw it a follow. Um, maybe someday I'll start doing something with it. But not today, because I'm going to bed. It's getting tired. I'm. Get, it's getting late, and um, I still have to work tomorrow. But I put my dog in daycare today, so that's why I didn't get to do watch the episode until later. I'll probably be able to watch the episode before work tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. But I don't get the episodes out till late anyway, so it's all right. So, my friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. But until next time, stay stranger, my friends, and beware any faceless monsters that are trying to come through your wall. Fans, not experts.